Hi, welcome to the Axe Church UK weekly podcast. We hope you'll be inspired and blessed by today's message. Enjoy! Title of my sermon today and it's called Issues of the Heart. I'll repeat myself again, Issues of the Heart. Now why don't we all, before we do that, let's all turn to Luke 6, 43 to 45. Now if you are there already, um, why don't you give a shout uh, amen on the chat. Uh, good to have some interactivity. Interactivity, that's not a word. Good to have some interaction. Sorry, my English. Uh, good to have some interactions as well. Amen. Are you guys there already? Cool. Why don't you allow me to read? Reading from Luke 6 43. Luke 6, sorry. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 says this For a good tree does not bear bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. For every tree is known by its own fruit. For men do not gather figs from thorns, nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, good, and an evil man out of the evil treasures of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth speaks. Amen. Amen. No, my first point today is, first of all, what is your heart speaking. You know, the, God's expectation on us as believers is to bear fruit. You know, you can read through the different parables, the parables of the talent God was saying, hey, why have you not told the lazy servant? Why have you not invested with what I have given you? And as believers, God, not just, it's not a bad expectation, it's an expectation to grow. You know, God wants us to grow and it's a good expectation. Don't take it as a burden, but it's a good expectation and fruits come out in our lives in different forms as well you know maybe some of us here we have been changed since the day we know jesus and that's a good fruit amen you know for me i I used to be quite a more introvert person and now i am a bit more daring to stand in front of the camera to speak uh not (laughs) and that, that is a good fruit because god is working in my life you know maybe some of you here you experience uh, breakthroughs and that's a good fruit as well or maybe some of you here you know you, you can see your life change of who you are and that those are good fruits and one of the fruits that's so reflective of what's been of the change that's going inside us is really by our speech you know the bible says here you know a good tree does not bear bad fruit and a bad tree does not bear good fruit and it further goes on to say this and it, 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 and it says that, sorry, ignore me. Um, and, and, it's, and, and, and God is saying that by the fruits of your, that by, by the fruits of a tree, you will know what kind of tree it is. You know, today, uh, I don't know, if I walk around an orchard, uh, a fruit orchard with you guys, let's say, most beautiful, how many of you like fruits here? I know Pastor Dave hates fruits, right? So, yes, but anyway, you might think a lot, uh, imagine we're walking around along a, orchard and a full of fruit trees, a lot of trees. But if to the naked eye, for those of us who are not trained, if there's no fruits coming out, you'd be like, okay, that's a tree. Maybe that's another tree. I don't know. I don't know what tree it is. But the way that we can recognize what sort of tree it is, is, you know, if there's apples coming out, we're like, oh, wow, that's an apple tree. You know, if, uh, what are the, what are the, I'm just sure <laughs> what other fruits are there. Mango, mango, and hey, if there's a mango tree, we're like, hey, that's a mango tree. And likewise, God is saying that, hey, one of the ways that I know that you're bearing fruit is through your speech. Because the Bible says this, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. You know, it clearly says this, you know, 
it says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. As I was, as I was reading through this, and you know, our team this year is prophesied. You know, we want to learn to declare the goodness of God. But I don't want us to just declare for the sake of declaring, or because Pastor asked me to declare, I must pray along the right way. But it's not about that. You know, I want us to learn to declare. You know, with 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 sincerity in our hearts. You know, we want to declare. We want to speak wisdom into our friends' lives. You know. It's not because we have to, but because it comes out from a good place. It comes out, first of all, from the abundance of our heart. You know, that's the, the Bible is very clear. Jesus saying, even as Jesus speaks, he's speaking into our issues of our heart as well. So my first question to us today, even to think about is, what is your heart speaking? You know, what are you speaking today? What have your language been today? Has it been good and uplifting? Or has it been more complaints? Or has it been more gossip? I don't know, different things, you know. I, I, I think I've been really convicted because recently, I think uh, with stress of work, I've been a bit more irritable, a more annoyed easily, so to say. And I've realized I've been complaining to Pastor Dave, oh, this, that, this, that. And one day the Holy Spirit caught me. He said, can we complaining so much? I was like, oh, yeah. It's a good time, Robin, a new time, a good time. We're in the season of U-turn. And, and I was just thinking like, wow, it's truly God's, God's word is so true. It says that really what, what's inside our heart, it will come out. You know, you, so what, what does it mean? You know, for some of us here, we say, God, I'm believing, uh, I'm believing you for something. We cannot off our next word say, oh, but I'm not sure. We'll see if it happens. No, that doesn't gel together. So that's, and we sometimes, or maybe some of us here, we think, well, I'm a more pragmatic person. I'm a re realist, so to say. So I'm just speaking the, or maybe I'm more pessimistic by nature. Now I used to think like that. I'm, I'm a very, I'm more pessimistic by nature. Um, and I used to say like, oh, that's my personality. I always tell Pastor Dave like, hey, don't need to, no, don't have to be so good all the time. So, and I used to think it's because he's a more optimist so to say what you know that that terminology but i realized that god is not look god, god doesn't define we're not defined that way we cannot be defined what comes out of our mouth cannot be defined by our personalities what and what we are and what we are not because the bible is very clear god's word is very clear it says out of the goodness of your heart comes out good but if there's evil and not just evil in the bad like evil but if there's not good stuff in our heart it comes out in our speech as well you know so can i say what have you been speaking today what has your language be today what has your language be in the last two weeks three weeks you know i pray that the whole why don't we go back take this after this time this throughout this week go take back this message reflect on what have we been speaking and is ask yourself why you know and speaking of the whys you know why don't we all turn to the next point and God says, because we speak out of the abundance of our heart. And let's go down to a deeper issue is this. What is the condition of our hearts? You know, it's not just it's easy to say, yeah, okay, fine, what's my condition? But let's begin to learn as well. You know, what is the condition of our hearts? The second point is this, leading up from the flow, flowing from this first point. The second point is this, have you checked the ground of your heart lately? No, for this, why don't we all turn again to Mark chapter 4, verse 3 to 8. Put your, put your fingers there and also Mark chapter 4, verse 15 to 20. You guys there? Give me a shout again. Reading from Mark chapter 4, verse 3. Listen, behold, a sower went out to sow, 
and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. Some fell on stony ground where it did not have much earth, where it did not, and immediately it sprang up because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And some seed fell among the thorns, and the thorns grew and choked it, and it yielded no crop. But other, the other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased, and produced some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. Okay, pausing there, and let's move on to Mark 4, verse 15 to 20. And those are the ones, sorry, verse 14 to 20. The sower sows the word, and they're, and they're the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones who sown on stony, stony ground, who, when they hear the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and they, and they had no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterwards, when tribulation or persecution arises for the world's sake, immediately they stumble. Now these are the ones who sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches and the desires for other things entering in choke the word and it becomes unfruitful. But these are the ones who are <clears throat> these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word accept it and bear fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, some a hundred, some some a hundred. Amen. Amen. No, this is a parable of the sower. Maybe some of us here are very familiar with it. And here God Jesus is teaching us about the different conditions, the forming conditions of the human heart. And we want to go in a little bit deeper, what are the different conditions? You now, before we go on, I, I know we always use this parable uh, when we talk about teaching the gospel and um, sharing the gospel with our pre-believing friends and family. And we, like, or we always say, oh, that's, maybe they're here and maybe at, at this stage. But can I say this as well? You know, this is not just for our pre-believing friends, but this is for us because we are also on a journey. We are on a journey with God and throughout the Throughout the journey, our hearts may change at different times. Or our heart conditions may come and change. Yeah, change at different times. But it's important, first of all, to know what is the condition of our heart. Now, the thing is here, even as you read through the parable, the sower was the same. It didn't say that the sower was a better, better farmer, so to say, or the better ground. But the sower was the same. And likewise, the seed was the same as well. No, the only difference here was the ground. You know, so the ground was the one that determines whether what came out of it. So let's go on a bit deeper. Let's go and explore. What does the Word of God say about the different conditions of the human heart today? The first thing we talk about, let's talk about the wayside. You know, the Bible says some of the seed fell on the wayside. And it, it just could, and the wayside was, you know, it, uh, the, the, the seed couldn't fall. There was no soil to receive that seed. You know, today if you walk around, um, if I buy you some, I don't know, seeds that can be grown and you just scatter it on the streets of wherever you are, that it won't grow because there's nothing for it. There's nothing to contain it to grow. You know, likewise, birds, yes, birds. <laughs> birds will come and actually 
take the seeds because that's that's what they eat, right? And likewise, it talks about what the cyst condition speaks about. It talks about a heart that's really hardened. It just can't receive the word today. You know, I've been there before <laughs> uh, when my heart is hardened. You know, last week, Pastor Dave talked about him being transported back to his time of childhood. I had a similar, well, I wasn't transported. I, I didn't have that whole emotional experience, but more for me, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm such a horrible person. And I remember, I was just remember thinking about this sermon. I was remembering, you know, when before, when I was just starting to know God, uh, I wasn't really very consistent to church. And I just, to be honest, I didn't want to go because I thought church was for the goody goody two shoes. Uh-huh, right? Uh, I, I want to do my own thing, God. I don't, I, I don't need you. I, I like the idea of being a Christian. I like the idea of having you in my life, but God, don't interfere with everything else in my life. So I remember this. Um, I was my teenager and we have youth groups, right, on, um, on the weekends. Uh, and I remember my cell leader at that time, um, she always called me. As I knew she was calling me. Uh, well, I didn't have, we didn't have mobiles at that time, so, you know, she had to call my house number and, I, and my mom was like hey this person is ca calling do you want to pick up i said no and she tried to her credit she really tried all the so many times um and after a while i thought she gave up i'm like yay mission successful uh, <laughs> but it came to that point where i remembered this memory and she said she called me one day and she called my mom one day she called my house phone number one day and said Katrina, i'm actually outside your house right now uh and i'm here to pick you up to go to church and with other people from church along in her car as well, in her ride as well. And I remember looking out the window because I could see and I saw her car. It's like, oh, flip. I'm like, oh no, I'm gonna do. Then I told her this. I can't believe I said that to her. I said, uh, I don't think I'm going to church with you today. She's like, but why? You're at home, right? You have nothing on, right? She's like, no, actually, I just want to go shopping later with my friends. Actually, I had no plans. I just told her that and she just kept quiet for a while. She's like, no, just come. Just come. And I just said, with no hesitancy, with no, like, just, I just could do it. I just could do it. And I just said, sorry, I'm not coming. I was like, and I look back today at myself, I was like, oh my gosh, Kat, you're horrible. Because if someone did that to me today, I'll kill you. I'll be, I'll so, I'll be so upset. And this person, to her credit, my cell leader, she kept calling me still after that. And I still refused to answer. And God brought me back to that time, like, oh my gosh. And it was that time when my heart was just refusing. To, to accept the word of God, no matter how much someone tried. And the person, can you imagine her trying very best? And yet I still said, someone outside your house, most of us would be like, okay, I'll do it, I feel bad. But I refuse, I just absolutely said, no, I don't care, I'm not going to church, too bad. And I was just, God brought me back to that place again. And maybe some of us here, I'm not saying that you're like that, please don't be like that, right? <laughs> but maybe some of us here, we're just so hardened. Maybe by different things that have happened in life today. Maybe through a bad experience. Maybe we felt like, God, why didn't you grant me my answer, my prayer answer? Or maybe it's an offense that came at someone. But because our offense at someone, that someone did something to you, or someone hurt you so badly, you thought, you know what, God, I won't be allow myself to be hurt again, so I'll just close off my heart. Maybe different stuff like that that has happened in your life today. But God is saying today, hey, that's the wayside. The word of God, no matter how much it is, it cannot go, go through. So will you allow, and, and, and I pray that, will you allow the Holy Spirit to soften it again? You know, sometimes the thing is this, when we harden ourselves, 
harden our hearts to just one issue. Can you feel? You can feel it, right? You kind of know it sometimes, and you think that's just one issue. It's all right, God. I'll deal with it. The rest, I'm fine. But you're not realizing that one issue actually can spread to other areas as well. You know, maybe some of us here today we feel like God, I'm okay with A, B, C, D areas of my life, but God, don't touch. And every time Pastor Dave, I'll use him. You know, Pastor Dave, or maybe different people have come on or come up to share, or maybe your home leader, for example, even has come up and always said, share about that point. And when you hear it, your brain immediately just shuts off and said, nah, that's not for me. Can I encourage you today? Ask the Holy Spirit today to open up that heart. Allow the, God, allow the Word of God to fall. So at least there's some soul to contain it. You know, speaking of some soul, the next ground that Jesus was talking about was the rocky ground. And here the rocky ground, God was talking about it, it, it fell, it fell into the soil, you know, it, it started, it, it, it sprung up quickly, you know, because there was not much depth, that's why it sprung up quickly. And, but after a while, because of, the, and then when the sun came up, it just died because it had no roots to grow deep. Roots, as far as I remember from my biology days, I'm so bad at this, um, roots are the one that suck the, not suck, absorb the nutrients, right? <laughs> yeah, okay, for those scientists. People who do science, please don't judge me. But that's what as far as I remember as well. And this, the thing is this, and I, I was just reading through the Bible again, and Mark 4, and we, we went through Mark 4. One thing when Jesus was explaining the parable, he said this, they receive the word with gladness. It's not as if they said no, but they said they receive the word with gladness, but yet it couldn't be sustained. Maybe some of us here, like after we hear a sermon, um, I was like, yeah, God, this is for me. <laughs> you know, uh, I will. I'm challenged now to do my quiet time early in the morning, and then when morning comes, <laughs> I'll be like, I think my bed's more important, my sleep's more important. And I'm not saying that, but sometimes immediately it just it can't sustain. It can't be sustained. And maybe some of us here, we are all that. Some of areas of our lives are on rocky ground. But can I encourage you allow your roots to grow deep? Because Jesus says. This the rocky ground when tribulation comes, when persecution comes, it will be choked up. Not choked up. It will be. It will just. It will just die, right? And and Jesus is forewarning us because he says in life, he says when, and in life all of us know this. Whether we like it or not, there will be tribulation. There will be troubles. You know, Jesus didn't promise us a trouble-free life, but he promised us that he will be there with us in the trouble. In the trouble. But our response is this. What's our response? You know, allow your roots to grow in a little bit deeper with God. You know, anytime, you know, sometimes when you see storms, right? Um, every time you see the aftermath of a storm and you see trees topple over, it's always those trees that has very low, uh, shallow roots. You know, um, and every time we see, if we see a tree that has a massive root, those big trees and it's toppled over, we were like, Whoa, it's so unusual. Be like, whoa, that must be like a crazy, crazy thunderstorm for that to happen. You know, and likewise, storms, when it can uproot a tree, and storms can uproot our faith as well. You know, can, so can, you know, that's, that's the rocky ground. So I pray today, you know, where there's rocky ground, allow God to bring you in deeper. The third ground that Jesus was talking about was tawny ground. You know, it says this, uh, it fell onto the ground, it was received, um, but it fell among the thorns. And when it started to grow, you know, it, the, the, when it started to grow, the thorns choked off the seed. You know, when Jesus explained, you know, sometimes best 
we received the word and it means that we started, there was some fruits already, you know, it's growing within us. We're starting to see the fruits. But because of the troubles of the world, the cares of the world, the Bible says, you know, destruction of riches and maybe desires for other things, it chokes out the word of God today. And I think this is, for me, it's quite relatable to our, most of our every lives. And maybe some of us here, uh, we can fi find this ground the most easiest that we can relate to. You know, and I was really, really um, challenged by this as well because uh, last week I had one of those days at work when you realize you did a really bad mistake. And I was like, oh gosh. And it was just right in the time of starting U-turn. And I was telling God, God, this year, this year you tell me to get in deeper with you. And I'm that sort of person, I'm quite a, I'm, it's a really bad habit, I like to worry. I know I shouldn't, but I feel like for me, I feel like when I worry, I can control the situation even though there's seriously nothing I can do about it. And I just couldn't sleep for that whole night, I kept thinking about it. And I, I, one part of me knew, I knew what the word of God say. You know, I, I knew that, hey, I'm in the middle of U-turn, uh, I knew that, hey, that this is time for me to rise up and see a testimony out of my fears, out of this situation. But I just couldn't, you know, I, I felt, I just couldn't in my mind. I was like, but what happens if it's this, 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 and in my scenarios, you know, have you had that scenario before where you had different roadmaps in your mind and you say, okay, did I do this, then this, but every time I came up with my roadmap, it still came back to the bad ending was, oh my gosh, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, that kind of feeling. And, and I felt like, and the next day, I went back to work and managed to rectify it. Thank God, right? But I think after that, I felt the Holy Spirit said, but see, there was a testimony in the making, but you chose not, not me. But yeah, me, I decided to follow the, the worries of this world. And it choked up the word of God. I knew what was the word of God, but I just couldn't. No, another thing is this, it is a divided heart, you know. Uh, but... Are we allowing the cares of this world? Are we allowing desires for other things to choke up the word of God? Because, and the word in was very clear, says it became unfruitful. You know, can I share this as well? When we talk about the cares of this world, I think in life we're going to have cares. It's just how we manage it. Um, and if we think like, oh, if I, if I grow older, I'll have less cares. I think when you grow older, you have more cares. <laughs> You know, I, I love being a student. I, I mean, you have cares. I'm not saying you don't. I'm not dismissing it. Uh, but different stage of our lives, we have different cares. You know, some of us think, oh, if I have more money, then I have less cares. But when you have more money, then you're thinking, you'll be thinking, oh, what should I invest my money in? Well, I started because, uh, yeah, I would, should I invest my money in? Should I buy a house? Should I buy stocks? Should I buy a share? Should I buy, should I put it to whatever, whatever you call it? And that adds another layer of worry, right? Or maybe some of us here said today is like, oh, if only I have a house, I don't have to rent it. But you know, with a house, it comes with a different set of problems as well. You'd be like, oh, is the plumbing all right? So electrical all right? I need to take care of it properly now. It's just different cares of this world. And I, what I'm trying to say is this, uh, whatever stage in life we are at, there's always going to be worries. There's always going to be cares of this world. But the key is to not allow, are we allowing it to choke up? You know, because the thing is this, when the thorns and the seeds, when the thorns was growing, it wasn't enough nutrient for both of them to grow. One had to give way to the other. You know, there was not enough sunlight for both of them. They were both fighting. I think we learned this in biology before, um, I think. Um, one had to, they were always fighting, maybe for the, for the nutrients. But here is a divided heart. Which would you allow to win or triumph? 
I pray that you will allow the word of God, the seed of God, to triumph in your life. And lastly, Jesus talked about the good ground. You know, interesting enough, he didn't actually specify what a good ground is. All it says that it was fruitful, it produced 34, 100 fold. And again, when we talk about Jesus, it's has an expectation for us to bear fruit as well. And why I can summarize is this: a good ground is not some a ground that's not rocky. It's not rocky, a ground that's not thorny, a ground that it's not on the wayside or hardened, so to say. And Jesus says that the the word that, that the good ground accept received the word and accepted the word. Whether we sometimes there are times in our life where we don't understand the word of God. And I remember Pastor Dave preached this a while. It's okay, some things we may not understand, but I may not understand some stuff as well. But take it, keep it, and ask God. And ask God, God show me in your right time. But don't just dismiss it. Just don't understand. But continue because the word of God, every word that comes out from God is true. Amen. And lastly, like my brings this brings along me to my last point is this. Will you allow God to do some gardening? You know, we know about that different grounds. But now lastly, will you allow God to do some gardening? No, the first thing is this, we need to allow God to test our hearts. No, reading from Psalms 139, verse 23 to 24, it says this, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties, and see if there's any wicked in me, and lead me in, lead me in the way everlasting. Wow, such a powerful psalm. Kind of summarizes up everything we talk about, isn't it? The wicked, the thorny, the anxieties. And I pray that you allow during this U-turn as well to allow God to search your heart. We you know sometimes the Bible also says that the heart is deceitful and we sometimes think, oh, I'm okay. I'm the good one. And sometimes many of us can think we are the good one and that's if you are great, great. But I pray that that we will continuously be open to allow the Holy Spirit to search our hearts, you know, um, because if we don't know what our hearts is, we can't do anything about it. We need to know and address the issue first, what the the core issue first before we can do anything about it. So I pray during this U-turn as well that we will that we will examine our hearts, ask the Holy Spirit. You know, I've been challenged this as well. You know that even as during U-turn, it's not just about me bringing a list of prayer requests before God, or but and me asking God for different stuff and reading Scripture and going on devotions and all that. But it's also asking God like, oh, will you search my heart? Will you go in a little bit? deeper? Will you do some heart surgery on me where I need to open up areas of my life or my heart that's not right and just open it up first so that I know that that that, that even as God reveals it to me. And I pray during this U-turn that we will allow God to, to do that in our lives. That it's not just that it's just not about a list of prayer requests. It's just not about anything, but it's about drawing our hearts closer to him today it's about turning our hearts turning whatever that's not right by turning it closer to god today amen so i pray that you will do that today you will allow the holy spirit to do that now the other thing about gardening is this we need to continue to pull out the weeds you know talking about the tawny ground whether there's rocks then remove the rocks maybe or put them on tawny then we need to continuously to pull out the weed no, as I was uh, thinking about it that day, I was like, actually, what could I have done when I was going through my whole paranoia-ish moment? <laughs> and I felt like I was just reflecting back. I was just thinking, actually, what could I have done? And each time I can encourage you, every time you're tempted to worry, 
each time that you're tempted to just dismiss the word of God and just give up and go back and hide or maybe some of us we just tune off and just shut down can I encourage you why don't you take a step back at that point in time turn your worries turn your anxieties turn anything that you have into prayers for God that's the one way that we can continue to weed it to continue to weed, pull out the weeds and thorns because some of us here have weeds and thorns that are just so deep that we don't even know and sometimes it takes time but it comes together with the help of the Holy Spirit as well so I pray one way that I have find that I, I have been trying to do each time I'm stressed each time I worry I just immediately say a quick prayer take a step back say a quick prayer God surrender it to you and each time you're doing that you're slowly pulling out the wheat you know little by little maybe some of us have like I said deeper roots maybe our fears have deeper roots maybe our different stuff on our hearts have deeper roots then each time you do that, that you just pull up, pull up a little bit as well. Now the thing about weeds is this, right? I remember again, it's just like a memory lane this week. Um, I remember my mom used to make me help her do her, well, not really gardening per se, eh? but you know, uh, my house had compound had a garden and she said, can you pull out the weeds? I said, I don't want, I don't want mom. And she said, I'll give you extra allowance money if you do it for, I don't know how long, I can't remember what's her rate, probably, and, you know, I can't remember what was her rate that she was giving me. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll do it. And I remember being excited to pull out, sorry, to pull out the roots because I'm like, yay, money, money. And then after a while, I remember this, I remember clearly this. After a couple of weeks, then the roots, the weeds you know, was gone. And after a while, it comes back. And the thing is this, right, with weeds, and sometimes we think that with fears, we dealt with it once and that's it. But sometimes it keep, might come back. And we need to deal with it again. Some of us are, it's an ongoing thing. Don't, so I can't encourage you, just don't, sometimes, or maybe some of us don't even deal with it. You know, we, we just get the gardener to come, take the lawnmower out, and just, okay, cut it, you know, cut the grass and that's it, but the weeds doesn't get pulled out. And maybe some of us here are like that, maybe the problem is done, issue solved, got done, move on. But the weeds actually never get torn out and not pulled out, not torn out, pulled out as well. Amen. So can I encourage you? Ask the Holy Spirit. You know, ask God to teach you what, what we need to continue to weed, weed out of our lives. And last thing is this. We need to continue to water the grounds of our heart. You know, soil that is good must continuously be watered. I remember this, uh, Karina, I hope you don't mind me using your example. But I remember when you went away. Uh, back to Malaysia, that, by the time we were allowed to travel still, uh, I remember you you asked uh, Jillian, I'd say, can you come to my house to help me water my plants? And Jillian said, okay, oh, okay, I'll do it. And the thing is this, good ground, you must always continue to water it as well, isn't it? Um, that's why ground in the desert doesn't grow, only the cactus can grow. But other than that, not much plants can thrive in it. You know, that's why sometimes, uh, um, you know, people do gardening to water their plants. There needs to be a constant care about the soil. And likewise with our hearts as well. You know, we talk about testing, we talk about weeding. It all comes together and it's watered in and sealed in by the Word of God, by water which represents the Word of God today. So can I encourage you, let's, I know you heard it before, maybe we, we talk about it on our different devotionals on Instagram Live. Just a my, my mini advertisement plug. If you haven't done, uh, you haven't locked, um, join us. Do join us in our in our Instagram. Different ones of us are taking time to do different devotions. Okay, done. Come back. Uh, but we're talking about you know um keeping our hearts alive, keeping our hearts fertile, keeping our hearts good. One way I really believe is through the word of God. 
know, the seed here represents the word of God. But are we allowing ourselves to be watered by the word of God? Because the word of God cleanses, the word of God feeds, the word of God nourishes as well. And it does all that we talk about, the testing of our hearts, the weed, pulling out the weeds, the, God, the word of God helps us to be able to do that as well. So can I encourage you, continue to read, press in and read the word of God. Even if it's just one chapter, it's fine. One chapter a day is better than zero, right? <laughs> Even if it's half a chapter, fine, it's better one, it's half a chapter than zero, right? But start somewhere today. The thing about the word of God is God is constantly sowing. You know, can I encourage you, though, don't be dismissive of, you know, oh, it's at home, maybe I just, it's the discussion. But no, it is the word of God. You know, recognize when the word of God is being shared. You know, I talk about being on Instagram Live. I'm sorry, this is not another plug, but it is the word of God that's being shared. You know, when we share about prayer, even at prayer meeting, we pray, but, you know, we're sharing through different scriptures. It's so the word of God as well. So don't just be dismissive like, oh, it must be a Sunday or it's in through your devotions. No, it, it, it's through your devotions as well. So can we, don't, don't just dismiss it. Like, oh. Or maybe some of us here, I, I realize for me, even as myself, I'm speaking to myself and talking about the word of God. Have you ever been there before? Um, sometimes you hear that particular um, verse and you're like, oh, I heard it before. Nothing new to learn and we kind of just shut down. Have you ever been there before? I have. Sorry. And, and sometimes we do that as well. We just glaze over. But hey, can I encourage you? Even when, even if it's reading through the scripture you have read before, God can review different parts again of himself through the scripture because that's the beauty and beauty of his word. Amen. Now, last thing I want to share you, bring just to tie this message to a close, is this. The sower is, God is constantly sowing. You know, God doesn't mind which ground it lands on, but God constantly sows. And I want to encourage you, that's the nature of the God that we serve today. Amen. You know, he's always speaking to us. He's always knocking on the doors of our heart. He's always whispering. But are we opening up our hearts to continue to listen? So, amen. No, that brings the end to my message today. But I like, I want to pray, you know, in line when we talk about this year being a year of where we want to learn to prophesy, we want to learn to declare. I pray again for all of us that it will just be really like prophecy and declaration and, and speaks and speech that comes out of the goodness of the abundance of our heart. That this is a year where we're like, wow, God, I've learned to speak so much more of your goodness. Not because pastor asked me to do it, not because my home leader asked me to do it, but because I can't help but do it because it flows out from the goodness of my heart. So I pray that you bring me this message. You know, it's a bit more reflective, but I pray that you ask the Holy Spirit to reveal to you, show you where you need to work on, where we need to work on. And I pray that we will continue to do that. Amen. So will you just allow me to pray? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father Lord, we thank you again for your word this morning. God, we want to say today we stand with our arms wide, oh Father, our arms open, oh Father God, and say, God, will you search our hearts? If uh, Will you just continue to show us, God, if, if it's really as good as as good a ground as we think it is? God, I pray that you will teach us how to continue to nurture our hearts, continue to how to keep it fertile, keep it good for your glory. So Holy Spirit, I pray you speak to us as well, uh, even as we go through our last week of U-turn, that God will not that really you will continue to draw our hearts back onto you. 
So God, I thank you again for all that you're doing. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. You know, before we close our message today, I want to give different ones here an opportunity to respond to the message and invite Jesus into your heart. You know, we talk a lot about the sower and how he sows seeds. And I pray that, you know, um, and, and today God is sowing, maybe so, sowing a seed into your heart. And maybe you are feeling like your heart lit, lit with joy and you're feeling like a tugging. You know, like, oh, I need to respond to this. I need to respond to God. And if you feel that, can I assure you today that God is inviting you in. God wants to start a relationship with you because He's so good. He loves you so much. You know, that, that God says, that the Bible says that for He so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son so that all of us can have eternal life with Him. And God is inviting you today. And it's, and it's easy as ABC123. You know, all we need to do is admit that we need God. B, believe on Him. And see, commit our lives to Him. No, I pray that that's you today. There will be a prayer. After, uh, there will be a salvation prayer. A prayer to invite Jesus into your heart. That will be flashed up on your screen after, after this. I pray that if that's you, why don't you say along? You know, there's no magic solution to it. It's just as simple again as just being sincere in your prayer. And just saying it and inviting Jesus into your heart. If that's you today and you would like to do that, you know, can I also ask if it's possible, will, will you be able to drop us a message uh, on, on our Facebook page or maybe Instagram page, wherever it's easier for you. Um, not to anything, but because we would love to help you kickstart your journey with Jesus by giving you different materials or just giving you different, um, yeah, helping you through this journey if you will allow us to. Amen. Amen. If you've been touched by today's message and would like to invite Jesus into your life, why don't you join me in saying this prayer? Lord Jesus, thank you for paying the ultimate price for my sins by dying on the cross for me. I receive your love and forgiveness and eternal life by faith. Come into my heart and life and be my Lord and my Savior. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for tuning in today. We hope that you've been blessed by today's message. For more information about Acts, you can check out www.axechurch.uk. God bless.